40 lessons. Normally when I record an episode, I am at my table over in the in the kitchen, but because I had the surgery this past week to repair the ruptured Achilles tendon on my right leg, I am now on the couch so I can keep my keep my leg up. But didn't want that to stop creating episodes, so uh, we're going to do it from the couch today. Now, the last time we talked about forgiveness and you know my relationship with my with my dad and going back to again to my to my childhood and thinking about the decisions that my mother made to uh, secure a future for me my grandfather was a sharecropper he was illiterate his whole life never learned to to read or write my mother went to Jamaica High and graduated and became a nurse um and so college was not something that anyone in our family had had done. And she decided that was what she wanted me to do. That was my that was my future. She didn't really trust the the school system where we lived. Uh, we were in Linden. It's, um, you know, just the, looking at the outcomes that were that were there for uh, for the high school. She just she didn't trust that that would be the place for me to get the kind of education I would need to be ready for college. And so I, I, I say in a joking way that my mother found the widest neighborhood that she could. And the reality was that the schools in the more white neighborhoods were better. And so we moved to one of them and uh, it was horrible. Uh, the, the sacrifice that we made to be in that place um, as, 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 a, as a child in kindergarten, the kind of language that I heard the words that were used to describe me and my skin and the racial slurs and the hateful speech that these kids, these are kids, the kids knew these words. And of course, they learned them from their from their parents. But we it wasn't just in school. We saw it when my mom went to work. We saw it when we were in the grocery store or different places in the community. We, we felt that. And and there was a huge impact on our view of other people, our view of ourselves and so by the time I get to college, I have this this beginning experience of just racism and hate. Um, I try to balance that with uh, being back with family and being back in the place that felt like home, which was Linden. Um, but even that was tough because I talked white. <laughs> and so I get to college and now I have to try and figure myself out. Um, and what helped me do that was this amazing onboarding experience, this amazing orientation that happens for, for black students at NC State. And I, and I sit in this room with my, with my classmates, and for the first time, I feel so affirmed in who I am. And this dark brown skin is good, and I'm part of a, fam- a, part of a family, and I'm part of a, a legacy, and I'm part of something that is bigger than myself, and I feel a connection to community that I've, that I've never felt before. But then I had to, I had to take that, that good, amazing, wonderful truth and figure out what to do with the pain from my past. It was forgiveness. Very different than forgiveness when you are offended or hurt by a person. 
This forgiveness was required for me to treat people fairly. Now, the reality was that I had some really great friends in my life who didn't look like me and they, they loved me and treated me well. And so, of course, I could not ascribe the, the hate and, and all of the evil from my childhood onto my friends. That would be completely wrong. But the truth was the lens I had was shaped by my childhood. And so when I saw a person that didn't look like me, when I saw a person who was who was white when I was walking in the store or when I was in my classes or as I as I just journeyed through uh, journeyed through life, I, I I judged it. And my lens was through pain and through anger and through hurt. And so I had to I had to forgive. I had to free myself to be open to seeing a person differently. I had to forgive. And so my decision to allow for forgiveness and healing to come into me allowed me to then be used to help create community that was diverse and really pushed into what it takes to be reconciled and together across the divisions that many of these divisions have they've been there for, for generations. They precede us, but we're still impacted by them. And so my decision to to not let the pain of my youth, pain of my childhood impact me as an adult was huge. And that helped me so into communities who struggle, who struggle with trying to figure out how do we bring these different thoughts and ideas and races and genders and orientations? How do we bring all this together and to form a community where we respect each other, where we honor each other and where we value each other? And I found that it starts with us. It starts with us as individuals. So if each individual can work through their own biases and their own uh, and their own racism, and that's and that's a long journey. That's not something you do overnight. That takes that takes time. But if you can do that, and then also start to create relationships with other people, then you have the opportunity. You have the opportunity to then look at your greater community. You're working on yourself as an individual. You have a relationship with someone else. And now together, you can start to see the community around you from a whole different perspective. And then you got a shot. Then you got a shot at doing something that really makes a difference and really creates change in your community. My hope for you is that wherever you are on the journey, maybe you're in the place where you are still struggling with what people said to you, how they judged you, how they treated you, and you are you're still trying to figure out what to do with that anger and with that pain. Maybe forgiveness is your next step. Maybe figuring out what it means to uh, allow healing to take place in your own life. Maybe that's next for you. And for some of you, finding that person, creating that relationship with someone else who's different from you to help you understand yourself better, but help you to understand someone else's perspective better Maybe that's your next step. And if you're already there, if you're already in that place, now it's time to do stuff. Now it's time to look at your community around you and see, well, what can we do? We, we are better when we are together. And we are better when we, when we respect each other and love each other and work together to make our community better, to make this city better. It requires all of us. And so we have to work against these divisions that are there to make this community into the kind of place that um, that we hope it can be. 
I hope that you are taking care of yourself. And I hope that all of you are, are taking care of each other. All right. So I'm just going to relax here for a little bit to keep my foot elevated and, uh, and keep, keep getting better. I'll talk to you guys later. This is 40 Lessons. Mm-hmm.